The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to Event Management Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're going to publish an episode every day talking about how the best in the business run their marketing events. Joining us for Event Management Week is Drea Hudson, who is the Senior Marketing Manager of Global Events at HubSpot, which is a CRM platform that provides software and support to help businesses that want to grow better. The HubSpot platform includes marketing, sales, service, and website management products that start free and scale up to meet their customers' needs at any stage of growth. And in addition to being our guest for this week of content, HubSpot is also a sponsor of the MarTech podcast. And today, Dre and I are going to start our conversation by discussing how to figure out your event value prop. All right, here's the first installment of Event Management Week with Drea Hudson from HubSpot. Drea, welcome to Event Management Week on the MarTech podcast. Benjamin, so excited to be here. Super, super pumped to have this conversation with you. How's your week going? So far, so good. You know, the truth is I'm getting ready for your big week. Inbound is almost here. It's HubSpot's big conference, and I'm psyched to be in attendance. We've been working on some audio for it. The anticipation is rising, and I'm sure you must be running around like a chicken with your head cut off. Thank you for making the time to talk to us about all that you're doing. You nailed it. I am running around like crazy. But yeah, the energy, even though digital this year, is certainly palpable. So super, super pumped to get it going. I know we're about three weeks out from the event. Can't wait. We have some really awesome things in store. So by the time this content publishes, the event will be here. But the reason why I wanted to bring you on the podcast is you're in the middle of it. You're living event management, living and breathing it. And it's one of the things that can be very intimidating to marketers is the idea of putting together an event. You have to figure out your value prop, who your audience is, how you're going to market it. You have to figure out what your content's going to be and make sure that everybody has a good experience and it drives business results. Good Lord. That's a lot to tackle. Let's start off at the beginning here. We got a week worth of content to cover talking about how to actually make an event from, hey, we want to do events to it's actually happening. Talk to me about figuring out your event value prop. When you're starting to think about events, how do you figure out what your event is going to be and how you're going to put it together? For HubSpot specifically, you know, this is a 10th anniversary of Inbound. 
we've been really lucky to have built an event and an audience that really appreciates the thought leadership and the inspiration that Inbound has been promising for the past 10 years. I think the biggest thing that we're doing differently this year is we're kind of taking a look back at the past 10 years and trying to figure out how we can actually make sure that the value we're presenting is clearly a catalyst for transformative business. So when you think about why you're going to an event, typically you might be going for a specific reason, right? Like maybe you're going to network, maybe you're not. Maybe you're going to hear someone talk, maybe you're not. Maybe you're going for the actionable insights, maybe you're not. I think this year, our value proposition is that we certainly do have something for everyone. When we look at the lineup here this year, you know, we have spotlight speakers from Oprah's level and Spike Lee's level. All the way down to my level. Then come on, you're definitely up there. <laughs> Bottom of the barrel, Drea. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I think this year for us, our value proposition was really kind of taking a look at the current state of the world and the worker also taking the current look at marketing, customer success, and sales and saying, what do people really need right now, right? Not everybody is in the office anymore. Not everybody is working from home. Like remote work life is really real. So we've actually taken a really unique approach to the content that we are producing for Inbound, how we're producing it, and what's making it different from previous years. So you said something that sticks out to me, which is, I'm paraphrasing, but transformative business experiences. And that is essentially what I would call the value prop for inbound. You're looking to get people who are trying to understand how to not specifically just use HubSpot products, HubSpot puts on inbound, but you're trying to help people understand how to modify their work behaviors and systems and that's what this conference really focuses on. So how did, you know, bring me back, I don't know if you were there at the beginning 10 years ago when HubSpot started Inbound, but what do you know about the idea of how the conference started and has it always been positioned the same way? I haven't been here for the full 10 years. I'm actually two years in, this is my second year. So my first time actually really kind of taking a look at the event after we've had one digital event and really kind of taking things apart and putting them back together to decide how we're going to execute on that value proposition. But from what I understand, when Inbound was first started, it was really an opportunity for people who loved HubSpot to get to learn a little bit more about those products. As that audience list grew and we saw more interest, we really started to introduce more of the inspirational speakers, additional breakout speakers, and also other types of content. Over the years, the inbound tracks have also changed a bit. So we do have, of course, the classic marketing, sales, and customer success. We are also adding in the revenue operations track this year, which will be heavily, heavily managed by our HubSpot counterparts. So that'll also be a pretty great addition to the lineup. And then who knows, next year we may add a completely different track. So I think the cool thing about inbound is that it is ever evolving. It's really kind of the people at the company and the people on the team and the attendees who help us drive the vision for what's what's going to be coming next. I want to step away from inbound for a second and talk a little bit about just general event management. Let's say, you know, I'm thinking as the creator of the MarTech podcast, I want to do a specific conference for my industry, for MarTech. Now that already exists. Third Door Media does a wonderful job putting on the MarTech conference. But let's say I want to get my audience together as well. Give me the playbook here for figuring out an event prop that is specific to your audience and your brand. How would you go about creating an event prop for my company and my brand? 
I think the first thing you want to do is really try to figure out what problem you're solving. That's extremely important because as you said, right, there are other marketing tech opportunities out there that are hosting events or hosting conferences. But if you can really determine what problem you're solving for your attendees at that point, you can start to build your value proposition. I know that we're probably going to get into this in a future episode, but I can give you kind of an example. We'll go back to inbound and talk about that. But we know that fatigue and staring at your screen all day is so real, right? Like we've all felt that we're going through that. Because of that, we are going to be pretty focused on making sure that there is an audio experience at Inbound and we are building in bricks to that event, right? And so the problem is that people have massive burnout from staring at their screens all day. The solution is within your event to make sure that you're hosting content sessions that still give people an opportunity to learn, but kind of caters to where they're at in their lives right now. And you're actually starting to be more integrated versus disruptive, if you will. You said you got to start by thinking of what problem you're trying to solve. And I guess I have a question about how do you figure out what problem you're trying to solve? Are you thinking about what problem you're trying to solve for the customer? Are you thinking about what business problem you're trying to solve for yourself or what content you're going to create that solves those problems? It seems like all three you need answers to which comes first. I think that all marketers might be different in that way. You know, for me, we're always thinking, and we know this at HubSpot, right? We're always thinking about how we're solving for the customer, right? And what these businesses actually need. I think that's where we start when it comes to inbound specifically. I think once you've actually gotten that down, you can start to build on the other components as you're building the event out. And of course, it's super important to kind of take the idea that you have for what your event is going to be, how it's going to roll out, how you're going to invite people, get feedback on how that's actually going to work or be received in the market, and then go from there, right? Because as you mentioned, you could kind of take a magnitude of problems and go in all different directions. But if you can really kind of zero in on one, you can then kind of build a path forward to taking the next step. For a company, the scale and the stature of HubSpot, I understand event marketing. We've got this large user base. We've got this gigantic ecosystem of people that are connecting into the HubSpot CRM, people that are selling to HubSpot customers. Let's get everybody together in one giant digital room, throw some digital beers at them, have everybody do some network, do some education, and everybody will come out better and they'll think fondly of HubSpot. They'll be better aware of what the products and services are. This solves the business problem for a large enterprise, publicly traded, wonderful company. But not everybody can or should be doing that. So do you have to be HubSpot size, scale, stature to actually have event marketing make sense? Or can smaller brands start to figure out how to do their own events in different ways? I really love this question because I've been in marketing for about 15 years now. And prior to working for HubSpot, I've done some marketing for some pretty large scale events for brands such as Google and Live Nation. And so I don't think that it's about the size of the company when it comes to who should make sure that events is included in their fully integrated marketing strategy. It's how much money you can pay for speakers. No? That's exactly it. We need a very large budget. It really does come down to why are you hosting the event? People always think that email marketing is really important for your marketing mix. Or people always say social media is really important for your marketing mix. 
depending on your company, event marketing should be equally as important. It's an opportunity for you to really show the human side of your business and provide opportunities for the people in your network and in your audience to get to know one another. And it's very rare that anything bad comes out of people getting to know more about each other, right? Like that's where some of the best businesses are spun up through making connections and having conversations and sharing different point of views, which is typically what happens in event marketing, right? Because you think of email marketing or social media marketing, the idea is to create content that definitely stimulates engagement, but it's very different than actually having a direct conversation with someone one-on-one or a direct conversation with someone in a group which I think specifically this event inbound really does focus on when it comes to building those connections. To me, event marketing is a powerful marketing channel because you get a depth of message and a fidelity that's different than any other marketing channel you can have. Don't get me wrong. I love podcasts. (laughs) It's my entire business, right? But podcast is a one-to-many form of communication. You get an interactivity at events. You get this ability to network. You get the ability to put your whole community and actually start to foster just exactly that, a community feel. People can network. People can get education. Honestly, people just get a break from the daily norm, get up, get away from their desks if they're doing in-person events. And that to me is really what makes the value of an event so important the break in what you're doing. It is the excuse to get together with other members to get out there, to meet in person. And that actually brings up the last question that I have for you, Drea. You know, as we start thinking about digital versus in-person events, if the goal of event marketing is to get everybody together, to get them to network, to get them to, you know, have their cocktails and their coffee and actually build a sense of community which helps grow the business... How are we doing that effectively in this age of coughs, sneezes, and masks? We need to redefine the idea of togetherness, right? Like we've had to do that for the past year or so. And I don't think that that's going to go away anytime soon, unfortunately. I mean, I would definitely consider myself an optimist. And if it were different times and we were in person, I would totally bear hug you and it would be fantastic. I'm here for it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the fact of the matter is togetherness can mean a lot of different things. And when we look at an event marketing strategy, The goal is not to recreate what it was like to be in person, because if that's a goal, then you're likely going to fall flat on that goal. The goal is still to create a sense of community. If that's what the goal is, and you can definitely find certain ways to do that, but I think most importantly, making sure that you do have an event marketing strategy, figuring out why you're hosting that event in the first place, what you're measuring to make sure that that event was successful or so that you can understand how you need to pivot in the future All of those things are really, really important. So I think that digital events, whether we love them or hate them, they are here to stay. I think any company who wants to have a successful event marketing strategy should consider how they're going to integrate digital events, even when in-person events come back at a higher volume. Because think about the difference in audience size that you can reach, right? Like there's only so many people that can fit in the Boston Convention Center. There's only so many people who can fit in the Staples Center. I mean, you can, however many X times your reach, if you're providing people that are outside of that general vicinity to join the experience. So when you think about togetherness, it doesn't always have to be about being in person together. There are a ton of different ways that we can make those connections. 
And I think inbound is definitely on the right track. Yeah, you know, that's the one positive thing about the natural digitization of our life due to the pandemic is, look, we weren't going to have to travel, but we we're going to be able to travel anyway to go to conferences, or a lot of people don't feel comfortable doing that. So it allows us to broaden our reach for who would be coming to our marketing events. So in a way, marketing events are more powerful because they're more ubiquitous than in-person events. Obviously, we'd all like to get together and I'm ready for the bear hug, Drea. <laughs> but the key here is that you need to understand who your customers are and think about what value they're going to get out of all being together. And then there's also the idea of when you're getting your community together, how do you build in hooks to actually grow your business? And we're going to continue to talk about that throughout the rest of this week, covering how to grow your audience for event marketing, figuring out what your event marketing mix should be, how do you include multimedia and audio in your events, and also who your crowd should be in terms of diversity and inclusion. So that wraps up this episode of Event Management Week on the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Drea Hudson, the Senior Marketing Manager of Global Events at HubSpot for joining us. If you'd like to hear more of Drea and HubSpot's tips for running an effective marketing event, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when we talk about developing your event marketing audience. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Drea, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes. Or you can visit HubSpot's event page, which is inbound.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter, or you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.